0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. April 23, 2019, the Pay for Information edition. First up, Google employees say they faced retaliation after organizing a walkout. The two employees, Claire Stapleton and Meredith Whitaker, who helped organize the 23rd 20,000-person walkout, say they paid a price for their actions, that they had been demoted uh, by the company and informed that their roles would change. In addition to the demotion, Google instructed one of the employees to take medical leave even though she was not sick. So uh, not very good looking there for Google. Next up, from Francine McKenna over at MarketWatch, the Commodities Future Trading Commission filed charges against Florida-based Oasis International for misappropriating, allegedly, more than $47 million from investors uh, in a Ponzi scheme. It uh, was around personal spending on exotic vacations, sports tickets, pet supplies, and loans to family members. So a Ponzi scheme to the tune of $47 million. Next up, Lisa Ozofsky and the Serious Fraud Office is back in the news and once again not in a good way. Turns out that the GlaxoSmithKline non-prosecution against any individuals cost the SFO some 7.5 million pounds of its corruption investigation into the case before dropping the case. It abandoned a five-year inquiry into the alleged uh, pharmaceutical company, and the criminal investigation had been one of the SFO's longest-running and uh, most-involved uh, that it had. So the um, amount paid was um, pretty steep, and of course the result was a big fat goose egg, not because of what a court said, but because the SFO dropped the um, prosecution, or excuse me, investigation. I'm going to have James Kukios on an upcoming podcast explain that, but it's still a real head-scratcher. And finally, should your company pay executives to confess to bribery? Well, CCRSA, Brazil's largest toll road operator, is heading uh, asking its shareholders to approve this. The company is asking shareholders to approve a deal it closed out with a Brazilian court, which would pay some $18 million to 15 executives so that they reveal wrongdoings they were involved with to prosecutors. A couple of uh, shareholder groups have vehemently objected to this, and certainly you would understand uh, why they would do so. Both the uh, shareholder advisory firms Glass-Lewis and Institutional Shareholder Services recommended voting against this. Uh, Now we see uh, the company claiming that it's the only way to move past corruption charges to threaten to cut into its major source of business. The company argues executives have no incentive to confess to illegal acts, and without their testimony, the company wouldn't be able to work out a deal. Uh, this is, uh, once again, I think in the cat- ha- category of a head-scratcher, and certainly if this is your money as a shareholder, you don't want to uh, reward people who, one, violate the law, get your company in trouble, require you to have to pay out money and find some penalties, and then you have to pay them. So it's going to be interesting to see which way this one go. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at compliance through the lens of movies, both current, contemporary movies, and classic movies. We recently premiered two new shows on the Compliance Podcast Network in Modern Medium. Paris Fox takes a look at how you go through the process of designing art and why it's so important for the Compliance Practitioner to utilize these skills in their communications with their uh, employees. in forensically speaking, Jonathan Marks helps you understand the forensic side of compliance. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.